Hey everyone, welcome to another Patreon Fashion Grunge Podcast edition. I'm Lauren. Hi Lauren, I'm Charles. Hey, what's up? We're doing a little different today, different episode. We're just going to talk kind of broadly since we're done with our other TV shit. We just did Felicity. We're going to talk about Dawson's Creek and this was one of the big shows we liked growing up and we just thought we would kind of talk generally about our thoughts basically about the high school seasons i mean the Ooh. college seasons were just eh, uh for me anyway there there were some storylines in five and six season five and six that were like kind of interesting but um i mean like one through four is like is, is like peak dawson's creek it is definite peak dawson's creek it's top tier 90s yeah. television i definitely think um yeah we i mean we had like kevin williamson was the writer and kind of creator who wrote scream uh i know what you did last summer like wrote really like kind of body dialogue <laughs> for yeah. like 15 year olds <laughs> that was the big thing with the show was that it was like no 15 year olds talk like that and it was true i mean yeah yeah <laughs> they still don't but for some reason we loved it and i loved it because it premiered on the wb after buffy Oh, really? Uh-huh. On Tuesday night at 9 o'clock. And this was when Buffy was in its second season. So okay. but this was a mid-season replacement. The pilot aired on January 20th, 1998. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, so, it was a mid-season show. So, I, did, I don't think I watched the, the pilot, but I do rem- remember hearing all about it in school the next day. <laughs> um, just because, like, um, I, I don't know if it's necessarily you, you specifically, but, like, all of the girls were, like, losing their shit over the show. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, um, we were in, like, we were in, 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 like, history class and... Um, and, you know, everyone was like, "Oh my god, did you see it!" And then the and, and they're like, "Oh my god, Dawson!" Blah, blah, blah. And then for some reason, I just remember the history teacher teacher pounding on his desk and saying, "Hey, can we stop talking about Danton's r- 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 River and return to the story that is the Civil War?" I know. <laughs> it really was like this was the kind of show that I called my friends in commercial break. Like after, oh, really? yeah, after a while, I mean, not during the pilot, but probably into like, maybe like the detention episode, like when you got further into the season, it was like, oh my God, she's going to finally tell him. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, the big drama, which is so funny that the big drama that I think most girls, um, I was 15 when the show aired. So I was like, literally this, we were both the same age that, that they were playing. Oh, okay. So when this premiered, we were also in sophomore year. Yeah, I think as um, I think, right? Yeah, we were in sophomore year. So yeah, it was like we were kind of, it was a big deal because when they graduated, so did we. Yeah. So it was kind of like we were kind of living in the same like, you know, stratosphere a bit. But I remember, too, that <laughs> this show was just, we were all, oh, my God, Dawson and Joey, Dawson and Joey, and completely kind of swept under the rug that now, like, well, like 20 years later, I'm like, can we talk about the fact that there was a blatant, like, statutory rape case happening for six episodes of the show and yeah. <laughs> only kind of dissolved because Pacey, during a school board meeting, just kind of went like, uh, yeah, I lied. And they were like, okay, <laughs> she just left <laughs> yeah. down. Like, this is already like, was this Mary Kay Letourneau? Like, had that happened yet? I don't remember when that story broke exactly, but it felt like it was ripped right 
from the headlines. Yeah, like, like it was. I, I can't believe that that was an like acceptable. Um, oh, she pleaded guilty in '97. Oh, so okay. this was literally ripped from the headlines. Wow. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Right before. Um. So yeah, I, I really can't imagine the censor. I can't believe the censors just said, okay. Yeah. yeah, like put this in and and have him kiss her in the first and like the pilot. Yeah, it's well, like and it just went on. I feel like it was sort of like pitch probably is like a oh it's a forbidden May December romance and you know blah blah blah. But like if you rewatch the pilot, you can see like she she like is like she really is like you know m- manipulating him and like you know like she she like just you know, shows up at places that he shows off, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just, you know, he, she, um, she should probably be in prison. So like grooming as it's called now. Yeah. I guess we didn't really have a a word to describe that in the nineties. Not that Mm -hmm. I can think of, but yeah, it definitely would be called grooming now. Mm -hmm. And it's nuts that it also happened. And also I, I listened to this, uh, lots of podcasts about, you know, like true crime and stuff. And they, they talk too about, um, think about gender reversal. Could you imagine if this was a fucking male teacher? Yeah. And yeah. a female student never happened. Like, so it's also interesting to see how what's kind of like dangerous and like risque mm-hmm. in one way that it's completely considered inappropriate if it's the, the genders are reversed too. Yeah. Which is interesting. Well, well also I feel like the concept of men being raped back then was like not really understood too well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, but you know, that's kind of what this is. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, totally, totally completely. Even with, uh, <laughs> I mean like not to like make light of it, but like we're talking about the show, but in the episode, um, I mean, we'll talk more, I mean, we'll talk more about like the characters first, but I just want to note out in the episode discovery, which is the fact that like Dawson was trying to, to videotape his first kiss with Jen. So he could fucking whack off to it in his room. Like a goddamn weirdo. (laughs) Dawson is the biggest fucking weirdo. And he's like a wine. Like he's just awful. Like, yeah. Dawson's just so awful and so self-centered and just like really doesn't give a fuck about anyone else and mm-hmm. is always playing the victim. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I mean, I it's it's kind of nuts. But there are some good moments that I like, kind of when like Dawson gets drunk and like kind of tells everyone about themselves. I think that's season two. Oh. Where him and Andy <laughs> get wasted and they come back to the house and they're like, you <laughs> and you. <laughs> like that was a that was a great episode too. Um but for the most part, when when uh, when Pacey finds out that Dawson like t- tried to tape the the kiss or whatever, but then it ended up taping him and Tamara, and he like goes to the room and starts like trying to find the tape, and he's like, "Where's the tape? Where's the tape? I gotta find the tape." And he's like, "All right, man, calm down." And then he's like, "Hey, uh, I mean, I don't mean to sound weird, Dawson, but like, how did I look? You know, like for my first time, like, did I cut it, man? I was like, do you think he watched this entire tape?" Like, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, frankly. <laughs> so. like, oh my god! I was like, "Ew, that's so gross." I mean, I get it that you're asking him if he like looks like you were inexperienced, but hello, she's from like New York City. She's been married, mm-hmm. and ew, that time where he asked her like how many guys she slept with, and and she's like, "Well, there was one in high school, and then there was one in college," and then he's like, 
oh, and then she's like, yeah, then a few after. And she's like, oh, you know, not too many. And then he's like, mm, mm, okay. And then he goes like, hey, pa-, and she goes like, hey, Pacey, when I said the one in high school, I didn't mean my high school. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and then he starts smiling. I was like, this is sick. I was like, yeah. this is really fucking weird. Um, but let's just break down the the four main stars, Dawson, Joey, Pacey, and Jen. Mm. What are your thoughts on all of them, like, in season one? Um, I mean, like, I, I guess season one, like, feels very innocent for, for, for the most part. Like, you, you know, it's, um, it's kind of boring, but compared to, like, the chaos that comes in later seasons, it's actually quite, um, you know, it's quite, you know, like, uh, you know, it's quite quaint, it's a calm, I, I guess. It's a calm, yeah. uh, ocean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a creek. <laughs> there's um one there. There's one episode. It's like it's like episode two or three where I think like Joey like loses a boat or something and like Pacey helps her um like find it or, or it's, it's like something that gets like lost in, in like the marsh or something. Um, I'm trying to think. It's uh I don't know what episode it was in. I don't remember remember what it was she lost but anyway it, it's like oh was it the one where they were doing that science project yeah they yeah. had snails and they like had to go get more snails because pacey like fucked it up or something yeah 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 and, yeah and they like so, go out in the marsh yeah. it's just you know seeing them you know knowing what 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 comes down the line for like both of their, their characters later it's just you know it's just it's just a it's, it's, it's just a nice funny episode yeah know? that is a cute episode the yeah. double date yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, the double date one. Yeah, that one's good. I mean, and their relationship is very similar to that episode, too. Mm-hmm. Like, even when they get together, they're very, like, dry with each other. Yeah. And they're always kind of like, I hate you. Like, I, I just love, I love the, I think my my big thing about season one that I really like for all of them is that, especially it's Joey. Like, Joey is just perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't I didn't like do too much research on it like if this is for Patreon if people really want me to do any back backhand research I will but I didn't know like who else was up for the role of Joey or anything but I do know that when Joey Katie Holmes was cast she was in a play in her high school and she was doing I forgot what the play was but they wanted her to come back and read wherever it was for Joey and she was like I can't I'm doing my play. And they were kind of like, what? You're going to turn down a show? So she did it on tape for them. And they were like, the fact that she kind of didn't care enough about this. And she was like, no, I'm not going to let my like people down at my school. They were like, that's Joey. (laughs) Like she's not going to bend to anyone. So they kind of knew like we have to have her because she just kind of came in acting like her pretty much. Almost like the way that I heard that Brian auditioned for Queer as Folk. Oh, really? Um, Gerald, what's his name? Gail Harold uh-huh. is that he came in like smoking a cigarette with like a black leather jacket and was like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay, this is Brian. <laughs> this yeah. is Brian Kinney. But um, I also want to do an, an episode about Queer as Folk too. The, I think there might be a reboot on the horizon. I seriously hope not. Mm. But um, but yeah, that show is another uh, great show on Showtime too oh side note have you watched the new yellow jackets i have to watch it. yeah yeah <gasps> is it good yeah do we get any answered uh, questions answered or are there like big ones hanging out there i mean it's season? it's kind of like you know that 
that hydra in greek mythology where you cut off one head and then like two more sprout in its place so the answer is yes you you get some answers to like questions that have been like kind of lingering all season but you know you also get like um you also get a lot more questions too (laughs) oh nice okay cool yeah i also last night uh took it upon myself to watch uh euphoria the first episode of the new season Mm. and i have to say that um it is incredible just the way it's shot it's it's shot completely different i think from the other season and there was a i mean i'm not going to ruin anything because people are going to watch it but there's a probably like the first 10 minutes of the episode is about the backstory of one of the characters and how he grew up with his like badass grandma who was like kind of an assassin and it was shot like a tarantino film and i'm like i need that as a movie like yeah. I, I honestly thought forgot i was watching euphoria because none of the kids were in it it was like this kid how he grew up and how his mom or his grandma was like a dealer and how she like kind of got this kid as like um kind of collateral for drugs and then no one ever picked him up oh wow. so they like had this other kid and he was like raising this baby and he was like seven and then he just like took over the family business and it was the way it was shot i think i i texted you about it that, like kodak like got film out of the like canister to like remake again for them to film the whole season on film. So it feels really fucking cool. It feels very much like Buffalo 66. Oh, cool. Like like that movie. Yeah. So, um, it's real, it's so far, it's really cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. It wasn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. I was like, Oh God, it's going to be fucking crazy, but it was actually like a really good episode. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to keep watching that, but, uh, but yeah, back to Dawson's Creek. Um, yeah. So I just loved, joey from the beginning i just i love her banter with pacey yeah like just throughout i think it's really funny like just like when they're like doing dawson's movie in the beginning and he's like oh sorry i can't i have i have like pacey's like oh i can't i have plans and she's like oh who's the lucky farm animal this evening (laughs) (laughs) and he's like oh okay yeah just so just so like happens that the woman of my dreams is gonna be at the school dance and i plan on attending and she's like hmm lucky her (laughs) <laughs> like it, they just have all this banter which i thought was really funny um jen i what do you think about jen um jen sort of is sort of like the rabble rouser in like season one right like she's kind sort of the one of. that like kind of like stirs the pot and kind of like shakes you know shakes things up and but like um and um but like um, I, I really love how her character progresses. Um, yeah, and I, I think um, I, I, I can say she was my favorite character in season one, but I think she was by the end of the show. So I love when she clipped Dawson's wings by telling him that she wasn't a virgin. Yeah, because <laughs> Dawson is the most annoying fucking guy on the planet. Obviously, she blows into town. She is the opposite of Joey. She's from the big city. She's blonde. Mm -hmm. She's got big boobs, apparently, um, according to Joey. And she's like, I I also love that first episode, the pilot, when they go on a double date. And she's like, she just like randomly, she's like trying to embarrass like Dawson and Jen. And she's like, so Jen, you a size queen? (laughs) She's like, excuse me? (laughs) She's like, how important is the size to you? (laughs) And then she like, and then she like kind of talks to her about like outside. She's just like, oh, um, She's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, are you a virgin? And then she's like, uh, I haven't really thought about it. And she's like, well, Dawson's a virgin. You know, two virgins really make for a clumsy first encounter, don't you think? <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> Dawson's like, I'm going to kill you. And then she's like, 
oh, it's okay. And then she's like, and then she's like, I love your lipstick. What color is that? And she's like, wicked red. I love your hair color. What number is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love that she's like so fucking bitchy. Like, she's like back off of my fucking man, even though he doesn't know that he likes me yet. Yeah. Um, the pilot is really chock full. And I feel like it's chock full in a way that very much. I mean, I feel like every show nowadays, or now that I'm reviewing them, remind me of fucking my so-called life. Mm-hmm. But this also reminds me of my so-called life because in that pilot, at the very end, Angela sees her dad having an affair. Oh, in this right. one, Joey sees Dawson's mom, Gail. Literally, then later on, we see fucking Dawson's mom just making out with this dude in the news station. Yeah, like in the <laughs> hallway. <laughs> not even like behind closed doors so and why would you when you have a piece like fucking mitch leary at home i know like it's crazy crazy town um, um we grams also, we also, i love grams i, I do too I, I, I was gonna say we also get that psychotic episode i think it's called the storm where like dawson kind of I think Dawson like makes his mom tell his dad like during a hurricane. Yeah. But like the way she she does is just like, oh, um, I um, he, um, you know, here is the here is the newspaper from the New York Times, and I'm also be, I've also been having an affair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way she the way she tells him, but then like the power goes out. It's like really dramatic. Like the, yeah. like <laughs> as soon as she says something, the power goes out. Because I'm a massive nerd, I can actually like almost quote the first season of Dawson's Creek because it's like I watch the tapes over and over again. I love the way that she tells him. She looks him straight in the eye, and she's like, "Well, man." for the last two months for the last 62 days and she like literally tells him every time that i've lied and said i had to come home late every time i wasn't with you i was with another man and then she's like having sex with another man (laughs) like (laughs) the power goes out it's like the most like dramatic thing and like dawson's in there and then she starts crying and the dad like throws everything around the room like it's pretty fucking intense yeah yeah Yeah, um god so this was a show i didn't really watch very a lot in high school Mm -hmm. like i i I sort of like heard like story highlights here here and there like i I remember me being like abby morgan oh my god (laughs) yeah and um no i remember you saying that there was like a group of girls at school who like the the morning after Dawson's Creek aired you would just sit and like gab and talk about the episode mm-hmm. and then not say a single word to each other for the, for for like the, the, the next week never but yeah <laughs> never <laughs> it was literally like I feel like Sex in the City probably had the same vibe for some people yeah like it yeah. was such a big show and it was like you knew all the girls were watching it and you would talk about it and then you were just like oh yeah totally all those people that I was never friends with we would literally be like oh my god did you see what happened with pacey last night he's totally gonna kiss her next week yeah totally oh my god oh my god and then it was just like i don't know who you are yeah <laughs> like the rest of the week it was like yeah i did not know who you who you were at all like it was really funny um but so i didn't like sit down and watch the whole show until like after i was out of college probably oh okay so um because i remember my senior year of college, I really got into Roswell. And then <sighs> and people were just like, dude, if you like Roswell, you should be watching Buffy. And I was like, really? All right. <laughs> then, oh, did um, you not watch Buffy when it was on? No. See, I, I was I, I didn't really watch the CW period, like, when I was younger. 
So, oh, wow. So, like, um, um, but so I, I like watched all those shows like later, you know, like in college and after college. Oh, so, okay. Um, I'm like an old C or a WB head is what it used to be called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm an old like, WB head. Yeah, I watched like all that shit when I don't think I watched Buffy when it premiered. I feel like I probably started watching Buffy in the middle of season one. Okay. And then I and then I like strictly. It was every week. I taped it. Um, same with Felicity. Same with Dawson's Creek. Same with Roswell. Jack and Jill was another one I really liked. That was on like after Felicity. After a while, Seventh Heaven. Eh, I watched Seventh Heaven, but not religiously. <laughs> pun <Okay>. intended. <laughs> but um, that um, that show's like kind of cursed, right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, now don't fucking watch it because who cares? It was a dumbass show anyway. But um yeah that fucking guy and also it's not so cursed that we still will be doing the first wives club because he is in that <laughs> the the dad is in that um but Wait, he's an asshole in that so it's fine is the dad in in seventh heaven aaron in the first wives club mm-hmm. really okay yeah mm-hmm. stephen collins uh, okay. yeah and who knows where the hell he is now but yeah. whatever yeah. <laughs> um what did you think about the detention episode the I breakfast thought, club one <laughs> I, th- I i th- thought it was really good yeah like, <laughs> I, d- I did like that one um I, I do love like episodes that are like fairly confined you know that mm-hmm. just like all take it, the entire episode just take place in like w- one room they call um, that something is it like a bottle it's something like a like a bottle cork episode something like it, uh, it kind of okay. means like yeah there is a i think a word for it okay in the structure of tv i actually don't know what it's called but it means something like something like a bottle like something that's contained like okay. in, in one um i i agree with you i do love those episodes that are like those self-contained in later seasons in season six when joey gets robbed that's a similar one yeah it, like yeah. all happens in like just that one episode mm-hmm and it doesn't and also we have another one in this season was that scary movie one which was supposed to be like i know what you did last summer oh cool um which was really good when like i think like pacey picked up some random woman who was like crazy and then there was like a serial killer on the loose and they had like notes and it was very much like i know what you did last summer because that had just come out like the oh, year before okay. and kevin williamson wrote that um that was good that was like a self-contained like scary episode yeah which i thought was good um i i <laughs> I love when Jen's like boyfriend who was supposed to be, I don't know how old came back into town. Was he the guy who played one of the hyenas in the hyena episode of Buffy? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> he was also in fight club. Oh, he was too. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, Edward Norton like beats, he beats up, um, he definitely beats up Jared Leto like to a pulp, but I think Ooh. he also beat up that guy too. Okay, cool. Yeah. He was in that. Yeah. He was in the hyena episode. The one when Xander was like really hot. Oh my god, he was just like so like vicious and feral and you know. <sighs> Same with <sighs> Yeah, anyway. he was. Same with the one where he was like a soldier for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was a, well he, I, another good one. Well, the actor who plays him looked like he had lost a lot of weight in that episode too. So he looked like really muscular. And was like, that his do you think it was it him? It wasn't his twin, was it? I mean, I um, I've heard that like they use his twin for like stand-ins, but he did all of like the speaking parts. 
Oh, okay, okay. I know I, they have. He's in one of the seasons, right? Isn't it like season five where there's like a a demon that like makes a copy of you, and it actually is him and his twin? Yeah, yeah. And he has that one where he's like really um like confident. Mm-hmm. I think, but I don't think he talks. I don't think you really hear him talk. You just see him and he's yeah. like, yeah. And um, he's like, the real Xander's like, Oh my God, look at him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Uh, the hurt or not the hurricane. The detention episode is also especially special because that's when we meet probably the best character in the whole fucking show. Adam, Abby Morgan. Yes. <laughs> because Abby Morgan played by Monica Kina is like the school troublemaker, but like level 10. Yeah, yeah. She's she's like the sluttiest virgin you will ever meet. <laughs> she is like she's hanging out with Jen. She's trying to be like slutty by association. Mm. And I love that Jen shows her like uh, Jen has also like kind of lived the life of like a 25-year-old woman in New York somehow. Yeah. And she's dated all these men that are like definitely age inappropriate for her being like 15. Yeah. And I know at one point she says like, oh yeah, I dated the doorman. I was like, uh, how? <laughs> how are you dating the doorman and you're like 15 right now? Like, this is kind of crazy. They would be in their like mid-20s. Like, they'd be way old. Um, but I think that's kind of funny that she's like, you know, she like latches onto her because obviously Dawson and Jen break up and I kind of love that breakup where Dawson is like, but why? <laughs> You can't break up with me. I was like, you're lame, lame, Dawson. God. I was like, Joey actually wants to put up with you. Why don't you get with her? I know. (laughs) Like she actually doesn't mind. Um, It's kind of funny. So, um, so, um, um, another one of my favorite episodes from season one was, was beauty contest. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wait, and and I forget what happened, but had Dawson and Jen broken up by the, that point? Mm-hmm. They had? Okay, okay. And um, I think Jen was trying to get him back because she saw that he was seeing Joey for the first time. Remember? Because she, like, helped Joey with the, the dress and everything. She was, like, her coach. Oh, right. And she was, like, helping her, like, you know, get all glammed and everything. And then Dawson was, like, filming it or something. And he saw her and she looked all pretty. And she was kind of, like, I think Pacey actually makes a comment where he's, like, oh, like, looks like you did a job too well. And, like, <laughs> and then, like, she sees, like, they see Dawson look at Joey and kind of, like, you know, gasp. And he's, like, oh, it looks like Prince Charming found the owner of that glass slipper. And then Jen's, like, what's your point, like, to Pacey? And he's, like, well, you know, like, you gussied her up. Like, you know, you made her look, you know, like he's never seen her before. You know, maybe you kind of did your job all too well. And she's, like, go to hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's, like, upset about it because she knows that's the truth. Um I like any of, I just love all of Hasey's dialogue because it just feels so real. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably him. Like, he's just kind of a smart ass, but he just plays really well. I mean, he's a child star, Joshua Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, he's in Mighty Ducks. Like, he, he kind of knows how to act for the camera. I love Scott Foley also being, like, a little bit of a guest star in this season before he went to Felicity. Did Was he the one who played Jen's ex-boyfriend? He was like Cliff, that football guy. I think she went to on a oh, date with him once. Okay. But and I think he was in that scary episode and he's also in the double date episode. Remember when like Dawson takes that girl to make Jen jealous at the carnival? Oh. And like right. Jen is there with Scott Foley. 
um he's yeah he's there and then he's remember he's doing something in film class like he wrote that that dumb student film they're doing on football and like dawson's there like in the class like sitting in because he's not supposed to be there like he's there too so he's in like a a good like four episodes of the first season like he's really in it okay which is good too um let's see there is also that super like awful girl because like Cause like uh, Dawson gets involved in the p- production and like Dawson's like a huge, like film nerd. And, um, she, you know, he's just like, um, there's actually a way to like hold the camera so it doesn't bounce. And she's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Nellie Olson, the one that's yeah. named after little house of the prairie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That girl. <laughs> I also love Eric Balfour is another guest star who was also in the very first, uh, in the pilot of Buffy, I believe. Oh, right. Um, right, right. He's in the episode, I believe it's Road Trip, when okay. Dawson, I think it's like Jen's ex-boyfriend is still in town, gets drives Dawson and Pacey to like Providence to like hook up with girls just to make Jen mad. And then Joey gets picked up by this like uh, football guy, and then he lies and says that he slept with her. But and the oh. guy who's the football guy is Eric Balfour. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it takes him around, which I find really funny. That's a good one. Um, yeah, then we have, I think, pretty much decisions, which is the end. When I tell you the anxiety I had watching this episode as a young, like, 15-year-old in my room, whether or not her, whether or not Joey and Dawson were ever going to get together... Yeah, I mean, it was insanity. I, I mean, every episode break, I was screaming, <laughs> like <laughs> screaming. And then when Joey goes to visit her dad in prison, and they have this like really heart, like heart to heart conversation, I I think I definitely cried. Uh, Dawson and I mean Dawson is like so fucking aloof, but now he realizes like what he's been missing, or she's supposed to go to Paris, but then she fucking doesn't. Way to go, Lauren Conrad, part one. <laughs> Yet again, girls not going to Paris and staying for a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, besides, Dawson would have been there. Why would you not go to Paris? I mean, I mean, it's not like you have to worry about Dawson find better prospects i mean no one's really gonna want to date him so like yeah honestly (laughs) you know like i was watching this reality show and it's like a dumb bravo show called vanderpump rules but one of the girls on there ended up getting with this guy who's like way older but she was kind of the other woman when she got with him anyway he cheated on her again and then he she's left him she had a baby with him and then she was on some show this week and they were like why um, you know, why did you pick him when you knew that like he had cheated in the past? She's like, well, I didn't think anybody would want him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's why I like, I'm really surprised that he cheated on me again because like, I didn't, th- cause he's like not an attractive dude. And I was like, so you're only with him for the money. Like you kind of <laughs> thought he was a safe bet because nobody would want him. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like that. Like you would have been fine. He wouldn't have gotten back with Jen. Like if you were gone, Yeah, you probably would have met and like banged some hot French dude. Like, wake up, Joey. Wake up. And you love to leave over summer and leave your sister completely in the lurch, as we'll find out later. <laughs> you just love to just take off on boats and just do whatever the fuck you want. All, all, all this talking about Paris reminds me of the storyline in 90210 when Br- Brenda goes goes to Paris. Oh, and, like, it's, like, kind of at, like, the, at, like, the super, like, you know, like, tense point. Like, 
her like the relationship between Dylan's like getting really really serious and it's like kind of interfering with the relationship with her parents. Her parents are just like, we need to send her to Paris so she can cool off, you know. (laughs) (laughs) We need to send her to a place where there are like absolutely no laws for people her age, and like she can essentially drink and like do whatever she wants and stay out all night, and there's no problem. I love that Paris is like the appropriate like intervention city. Yeah. Now it would be like back in the day when we were young they would uh, a lot of people would send their their kids to like those utah schools mm. those like behavior like boarding schools that were in utah yeah. that now we find out are total like abuse traps mm. but back then it's kind of like that like they should have sent her to like colorado not like yeah. fucking paris <laughs> we're gonna send you on a worldwide trip on a yacht to paris <laughs> like oh, okay i mean not that i can get to paris on like a yacht but like okay <laughs> Like you know, we're like the south of France. My uh, you know, after high school, my dad went on a trip to Europe with his uh, with his brother, his sister, and I think his brother's wife at the time. And they oh. got there by like taking a ship, like oh, cool, like, like across the Atlantic, and then I think they like rented a car and just like drove all around europe and i was like oh that sounds so cool like so cool yeah we could still do that we can get those cargo tickets oh yeah but i think is what you can do with those is they're really cheap oh i think you have like really yeah i mean they used to have them um where it's almost like a almost like a standby ticket Mm. but like you can kind of but they have like a cargo it's it's called something or they used to have it in like the 90s where you could get these like really cheap kind of like like boats or like it's not the best accommodations but it'd yeah. be someone like backpacking would do oh, okay. okay yeah it's pretty cool. cool um also my only question about season one is that why does bessie make joey take care of her baby like it's hers yeah that was that was a little odd yeah i was like um, she's in high school like um, <laughs> i don't get it <laughs> um I um I, I I do have to say I wasn't a big fan of Jen's grandmother at the beginning of the season, but no. the episode where Bessie gives birth was when I started to really like her, her a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I you know just because I, I think her character used to be a nurse, right? So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so just like the way she like handles herself, and she's basically juggling like all these things, and she's trying to keep Bessie calm, but like you know taking you know taking care of her and getting you know like delivering the baby. I I saw that that was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. Especially because she was like when she when she originally came in there. I think for the the hurricane, we saw her like right before, and she like made some kind of like racist comment about like we don't know if your baby's going to be black or white. And they're like, Oh, here we go. And yeah. then when she delivers her and she's in labor and she's like, <laughs> I love when like Joey's like, they're trying to get to the, to Dawson's house. Cause her, her uh, water broke or she's like in labor and she's like, Oh, there's only one way to get there. And they're like in the boat and they're like rowing. And then she's like, Oh my God, Bessie, the boat's leaking. <laughs> and then she's like, it's not the boat, Joey. <laughs> and she's like, well, what is it? oh my god (laughs) she like keeps rowing and then like grams comes in and then they're like here we have someone to help and she's like oh no and they're like we have to she's a nurse she's like she's also borderline racist who doesn't give a shit about me or my unborn baby (laughs) and they're like we have to have her she's the only one there's like living in the middle of nowhere there's like no fucking ambulances it's gonna take like two hours to get an ambulance i was like oh my god this is the only problem with living like way out there yeah, yeah. Is that it's like, yeah, you literally have no <laughs> no anything. Um, yeah, anything else about season one? 
Um, I'm trying to think. Um, and that, well, I mean, um, and then I guess we have that huge, like, cliffhanger at the end, right? When, like, Joey and Dawson, like, finally kiss. It's, like, it's, this is, like, th- this kiss has been, it, like, the the tension between them has, like, grown more slowly than, like, the life of a redwood tree. Like, it just, it was taking, it was 12 episodes lead up to this one moment, and they, like, finally kiss and then it's like credits yeah <laughs> you know this was the teenage girl equivalent to like blue balls like yeah all season. <laughs> we were like when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen um we also forgot to mention that pacey does end up sleeping with his teacher for a good six episodes until yes. he gets called out in advert and also he not only is he sleeping with his teacher for like a good, I guess maybe like two months in in the timeline of the sh- of the the story, he gets busted because he's talking to Dawson about it in the fucking public restroom, and some kid overhears, and he kind of squelches it by just being like, "Oh, I was lying." And they're yeah. like, "Okay," <laughs> and then she just leaves town. But after that, uh, uh, we didn't put this together. But after that, he gets busted for whacking off in the locker room. What? <laughs> and that's how he gets detention. Oh, that's right. Remember, like, he, which is the great part of the detention episode when Dawson throws that basketball at his face (laughs) because he, like, called him some, like, I don't know, some name that he, like, didn't, like, some, like, teasing, joking name or whatever that he got called when he was young. Hits him in the face. His nose is, like, broken. And then he's, like, all the girls, all the cheerleaders were, like, coming up to me and being real nice. And I kind of got excited. And Joey's, like, oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like, so I want to relieve the tension, if you know what I mean. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and they're all, like, so embarrassed. And so, like, he is doing shit in public. Someone needs to do something about Pacey. <laughs> like, yeah, there's yeah. something going on here. Like, it's kind of nuts, you know? I'm trying to think, what do we find out about, about his family in, like, season one? Like, he has the brother who's the police officer, right? Who he keeps teasing that he's gay. Yeah, so but Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that line specifically. <laughs> oh, you're so butch, Dougie. And he's like, well, and he's like, I'm not gay. And he's like, please tell me why you decided to pick uh pick a job where it requires you to dress like one of the village people. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like oh, I decided to wear a badge because our father, the head of police, blah 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 blah. Yeah, which actually ends up being true, which is kind of yeah. Even more <laughs> ironic. Dylan Neal plays his brother, which is kind of... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think it's around... I mean... he And it's weird, too, that, that the brother, like, tries to flirt with Miss Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, during that hurricane one. And then, like, Pacey gets upset. It was very weird. <laughs> it's, like, a very, like, super weird thing. I don't know. Um, we also had Mrs. Tringle, who is a school librarian. And then that directly tied up to the film killing mrs tingle or no teaching mrs tingle it was called killing but they changed it to teaching mrs mrs tingle um with like helen what is it helen mirren and like katie holmes and like barry watson yeah it's a terrible (laughs) film like it's it's really bad but um during this time uh katie holmes like blew the fuck up yeah um i think way more than michelle williams blew up a lot later Um, but Katie Holmes was in fucking disturbing behavior, which is like one of my favorite movies. And she she, was just kind of the darling, I guess. Did, was she like filming that like during or after while this season? 
I want to say, well, I see here, according to Wikipedia, that the episodes of season one were shot in 97. Okay. So the the show actually ran from January until May of 98. So they were already done in 97. Okay. And Disturbing Behavior came out in 98. So she probably filmed it in like early 98. Okay. okay. Like when this was coming out. I don't know if they knew that the show was like, the show was like a... I want to say like a 90210. Like it, it caught right away. Yeah. It wasn't a show that kind of, end, you know, like later on people got it. Like it was massive. And you can even tell on Wikipedia, they have all the listing of the episodes and they also have the ratings and the ratings are like season one is the highest ratings overall. I mean, it, it's crazy. Like they have about six and a half million viewers for the pilot. The second episode had 8 million. Oh, wow. And that was a lot for a really small network. Yeah. Like the CW, like it wasn't Fox or ABC or any of those big ones. And then they basically had like six and seven million throughout the entire season of one. And then when we get to season two, which we'll we'll get on now, season two started in October of ninety eight. This is a full season, which means back in the day day, we had like fucking twenty-two goddamn episodes a season. Yeah. This so was like a lot. <laughs> this was like Frodo's trip to Mordor. <laughs> like, <laughs> it really was. Like, there was a lot to find out. <laughs> this is when we meet fucking Andy. Yeah. Oh, I, God. Oh, like Beginning of of season two is like Dawson and Joey are like making out and she's not going to France now. She's going to stay. And then Pacey like plays a trick on some new girl and ends up being Andy. And yeah, she's in the show. We don't get rid of her. And oh God, it's just really annoying. I liked Joey and Dawson together. I think at the time, because I didn't know that Pacey was an option. Mm-hmm. So I think I wasn't really upset about that, but Andy, I I mean, I've never met anyone that liked Andy. Yeah, I I like hated. Now I don't want to say I hated her, but like I found her to be someone to be endured rather than looked forward to. Like I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's just like every time I've seen with Andy came on, I was like, oh god, <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> it it was. She would just. She also acted like way too high strung and mature mm-hmm. for high school. I feel like she had a very like collegiate attitude with her studying with everything. And then on top of that, which I'm glad that they used as a kind of uh, a story point was that she had immense mental health issues. And so did her mom. And then we find out she had a brother, older brother that died, I think in a car accident, but her mom was driving. Oh, I don't remember. I think I'm, yeah, I'm not like a hundred percent, but it was something that happened where like the mom did it, like not did it, but the mom contributed to, um, like it was like denial of her actually, um, you know, like causing the brother something happened. I think there was like a car accident or either she was supposed to meet up with him and she didn't. And that caused him something like that, but it was because of her. And then she kind of never really like, dealt with the fact that he was gone because you remember when like joey i mean when pacey first went over to her house and she was like oh tim's here like he'll love to meet you and then like we all thought there was an older brother mm-hmm. and then we come to find out that like she like was imagining it yeah and so that was good that they had that in the story because i don't think that was a story point at all in teen shows up until this point and then she herself also had mental health issues so i felt i liked I didn't like her at first when she was just like 
crazy for no reason. Like crazy as in like anxious, very like snarky, but like mm-hmm. not in a Joey way. There was just something else about her that I didn't like. Yeah. But um, but then you kind of understood, and then I really liked how they made Pacey really um like understanding of of her. And yeah. and then I think I liked her more because of the way Pacey acted towards her. Like yeah. I was just like, oh my God, like he loves her. He like, you know, will do anything for her. He was like helping her get help. And then we also, so as this is all happening with their storyline, and then she sleeps with him, and that's a big drama. There was like, you know, who done it? There was like who had sex. There was that one episode where they all were like, it was like several of them were making out and we didn't know who it was. And then we yeah. found out that it was Pacey and Andy. But then on top of that, Andy has a brother who is not her twin, but they're somehow the same age. Oh, really? Or are they twins? I, I don't know if, if they have a twin, but... I thought they said they were twins. Oh, they did? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's what, yeah, I was like, that would explain. So then Jack ends up getting a job at Joey's work, and then somehow he ends up, like, kind of, like, stealing Joey <laughs> from <laughs> <right>. Dawson <laughs> in, like, an amazing episode called The Dance, which is probably <laughs> one of the most amazing, like, high, like, high horror drag drama <laughs> of this entire show because it's, like, the homecoming dance and, like, Joey and Jack are dancing and then, like, Dawson finds out. Dawson punches him and then Joey, like, goes back to Dawson's room and they fight and then, like, that's when um, I think he says, I love you. And then she's like, I love you too. And he's like, and his face just looks like, oh God, we both said I love you. And then she's like, we need to break up. (laughs) And then Joey just fucking erupts. She's like, no. And then Dawson erupts like, we can't just say I love you and have that be over. And she's like, I want to find myself. I don't know myself anymore. I just really want to find myself. And then literally they start dating like in the next episode, (laughs) which is (laughs) insanity. Dawson loses his mind um another great episode that's one of those like bottle episodes that everything kind of takes place in one area is the all-nighter mm-hmm. which is has our baby daddy roswell jason bear aka evans um where he's like this rich and asshole student and incredibly hot in this episode yeah and yeah. they're like studying or whatever at his house and that's when i think andy finds out about the fact that pacey slept with his teacher which would be a giant red flag to me. <laughs> I mean, it should be. <laughs> it should be, or not really a red flag on his perspective, but like, have you dealt with this? Because this yeah. is not right, you know? Like, it's not your fault, but this is not right, you know? Like, maybe you're not, you know, whatever. Um, that's one. I also love The Reluctant Hero, which is the one, it's like right after the All-Nighty, where like, All-Nighter, where like, Jen is now like, just getting wasted with Max Evans and like, his drunk friends. And they're like, hooking up. And Dawson like, kind of tags along. (laughs) And like, tries to like, you know, uh, get her out of her situation. Um, Jen and uh, Max Evans sort of have like, uh, friends with benefits deal going on right yeah okay okay. totally do and i i also back even when i watched it having not even had that type of relationship i never saw the big deal with it when it was both consensual yeah i don't understand why dawson had such a problem with it when you're not dating her and if they're both just want to have fun and they're using protection what the who the fuck cares well i mean it's none of your business dawson and you know jen's allowed to, to make her own 
decisions even if you don't like them right she wants to fuck max evans i I mean mean, i mean we all we all want to fuck max evans yeah right like we would all have jason bear right now like it looks amazing (laughs) also greg berlanti is one of the producers slash writers on the show who now does that fucking shit show riverdale but he yeah yeah craig berlanti is like the main guy at riverdale also he did like everwood do you remember that show Oh, is that is that like a Western show? Uh, I never watched it, but it came on the WB. No, it wasn't Western. I think it was like Canada, like Vancouver. Oh, okay. And okay. Treat Williams was in it. I believe it might be the debut of Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. Um, okay. whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's yeah, about him, but whatever. Um, so yeah, that was <laughs> that. Yeah, Greg Berlanti, also Mike White, as in the guy from Survivor slash White Lotus fame. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, he was on Survivor, but the more important thing is he wrote the White Lotus. Yeah, like, he wrote the White Lotus. <laughs> he also wrote some Dawson's Creek episodes, okay. including Alternative Lifestyles, that really funny one where um Jen throws herself at Dawson because they're doing <laughs> like a class project together. Yeah. And of course they give Joey like a single mother with two children and Jen and Dawson are like loaded <laughs> and they yeah. have to like <laughs> do stuff. And then like Joey, I mean, uh, what's her name? Andy and Pacey have to do like a project together and that's where they like, you know, start to fight and bicker and all this kind of bullshit. Uh, Tamara Jacobs, the teacher, AKA Mary Kay Letourneau comes back and then fucking Pacey like makes out with her. Oh, God. Like in that oh. room, I was like, oh my God, this is still not gone. Like, this is still a thing that they're kind of like a Romeo and Juliet forbidden love kind of thing. I mean, I guess, I, I guess, I mean, I guess it's sort of like making out with like a sandwich from Subway that you've left in the fridge for three days, you know? <laughs> <Ew>. Like, <laughs> so gross oh god tamara or tamara oh god i i hate the way he says her name it's just tamara it's it's just so breathy you know tamara oh god how gross um (laughs) we have the election episode which was interesting where abby morgan shows her ass yeah and literally just like is so inappropriate and like calls out like andy's mom yeah, and all of her pro- like all of her problems, I thought was really fucked up. Um, um, I did like that she referred to Max Evans's character as a walking penis. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I love it. I love when Pacey like leaned over the PA and like made everything that she said like go all over to the the school. Yeah, yeah. she was like, "I'm only using that walking penis for his popularity, and once I'm done with him, I'll ditch him too." He's so stupid. <laughs> I was like, "I love Abby. She is the Brenda that we all need." Oh <laughs> like, God. I mean, like, let's talk. Let's talk about Nato Two and and the way that was a dumpster fire after Shannon Doherty left. Yeah, I mean, after she left, it was like, I mean, I mean, there's still like six seasons left to go, but it's like, what's the point? <laughs> Except for when Kelly becomes a cokehead and starts dating Colin, those alone just skip to season six of Nato Two One Zero. It's possibly the greatest storyline in the history of TV. It is that, and also when that girl tried to steal her identity, yes, kill her. That's another great. I um. I uh, I had a thought and I just lost it. <laughs> well, we can talk about how the fact that Joey starts dating Jack randomly, but then he comes out. Oh, oh God. Jack's coming out episode was like, 
was like so hard. It, it, it was it was intense. It was it was it, really it, intense, especially yeah. for let's see. This is February of 1999. This is a big deal. Yeah, that yeah. this comes out and the way that it comes out and the way that the teacher humiliated him and mm-hmm. knew exactly what he was doing and the way that Pasty stood up with him like oh gives me chills. Yeah. Like um, he spits in his face. Well, it's 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 weird because Pacey does stand up for him, but Jack doesn't really seem all that thankful about no. it. You no, know, he's 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 upset. Yeah. Um, upset. but then but then that teacher gets fired, right? I think so. Or leaves or, 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 or resigns or something. Hmm. But then Jack's. I think he later says to Joey that like the poem's about his brother, and it's like not about. It's not about him. And and then I just feel really bad that, like, Joe, like, the way they put Joey through it, as if, like, like she, you know, feels obviously how anyone would feel. Like, Jack reassures her, but she's now, like, kind of, you know, has this doubt. And then yeah. he kind of, he comes out to Andy. And Andy is, Andy and his dad, I mean, the dad... I kind of not that I understand, but like I can see the dad having a you know real shock with it, maybe more than Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Andy is also like, I think when he tells Andy, she's kind of like really not understanding, which I thought was kind of surprising. Yeah, for yeah. her that she's I mean, kind of like, why would you do this? You know, they talk about us. Now they're just gonna keep talking. I was like, um, that's um, not the right response. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you, you're just making it easier to hate you. So yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. totally. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. Um, and yeah, thankfully this does eventually get back on. They eventually get back on the right track, but this is a new kind of venture into '90s TV and gay characters. We had mm-hmm. Ricky in '94, which was a big deal. Yeah. But I believe that Jack in the next season has his like has the first like same sex kiss on primetime. Oh, okay. I think the one where he kisses Ethan. I think it's Ethan, right? Parker from Buffy. Oh, right. Um, season yeah. four, right? Yeah. I mean, the one in college. Frankly, I always thought Jack could do better, but you know. Well, yeah. I mean, he does. Well, I don't like Toby either. That guy Toby, who's like oh. his boyfriend. Oh yeah, kind he, was, of. he was kind of lame too. Yeah, he was like super, super whack. Um, so then we oh also a little cameo from Rachel Lee Cook because she was hot at the time doing like she's all that. She played like Joey in this kind of like mockumentary style version of because Dawson Newsflash makes the same movie over and over again. Yeah. Um, so he made kind of a ripoff of I mean, Creature of the Black Lagoon, I right? Mean, I mean, kind of like Wes Anderson does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went about 50-some minutes before we got... My friend the other day, um, my friend Jacob, he sent me, like, a video about Wes Anderson. It was something like... Something about, like, the motion capture the actors had to do in order to be in this Wes Anderson live-action thing. And I was like, why are you polluting my fucking Instagram inbox with this bullshit? I was like, no. Although I hope that our friend Mike, who has a podcast, I hope that he does 
Royal Tenenbaums because one of those days I might be like, you know what? I will do this movie with you. Let me fucking tell it all. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes I'm just in the mood. <laughs> um, but yeah, literally the same fucking movie. So he does this movie. And one of the best things about that movie later on is that Miss Kennedy, who's a teacher played by Madge and Amick, who was in Twin Peaks and also in Roswell, she fucking drags his movie. Yeah, that was pretty Probably great. the best scene where she's like, it's about a bunch of like, preposterous teenagers who talk too much <laughs> like yeah. it's literally the show she's literally saying of like what critics have said about dawson's creek because i find it really funny because like the plot of dawson's movie is basically season one right mm-hmm. like um and i i did sort of like that scene when like um when um like uh rachel lee cook is like trying to talk to joey and trying to like get her Mannerisms man- down, and, and you know, and Joy just gets r- 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 really mad at at one point. She's like, "Stop!" <laughs> you know, like I don't know. But what'll um, it be? What'll it be? And then yeah. she puts her hair behind her ears, like the same yeah. way that she does. <laughs> I know it's funny, and she's like, "Oh, she's like," and I love how she tries to get her mad one time. She like goes into the hallway, and she's like, and they're filming at school or something, and she's like, "Hey." um you know i'm playing you and she's like we're not playing you she's like oh that's right yeah i'm not playing you but you know i want to know what her anger comes from she's like i mean she's obviously just you know she like says stuff to rile her up and joey just goes like you know what maybe she's not just some like barracuda and she just like yells at him then she's like thank you (laughs) and she walks (laughs) away and joey's like fuck this girl and she i think she gets all upset and then she tells dawson like is this story about our life like, is this about what happened last year? And she's like, you know what? This is crazy. Why are you remaking this? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm not over you, Joey. I'm not over you. I was like, God, Dawson, get a fucking grip. You're like making a movie about her. Like, you're a fucking stage five clinger. Yeah. This is nuts. <laughs> like, I did. So nuts. I did really like that scene in like the next episode when they, Dawson and Joey, I guess sort of, it sort of seems like they, they might are, they might be like, they might sort of the momentum sort of seems like they might be getting back together mm-hmm. at some point just because they go on that d- double date with like his teacher and his, and his dad and like Joey just like, just like, you know, kind of like rips her new one too. So I, I did. Like, I know. I love that. Yeah. She's like, Oh wow. If you're such a big deal, why are you here in this little crummy town? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like writing your little screenplay that no one will ever buy. I was like, Ooh, <laughs> Yeah, don't don't test Joey now. She, yeah. The library is open when it comes to <laughs> Joey. She like does not give a fuck. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um also literally one of the highlights of the whole show is episode 16, Be Careful What You Wish For, and it's when Dawson and Andy get fucking sloshed on Dawson's 16th birthday. Really? <laughs> yeah, and they go, do you remember that? And no. they go like so Pacey is supposed to take out Andy and Andy's therapist is like, you need to do something wild for a change. You know, don't think about everyone else. You're always taking care of your mom, blah, blah, blah. And your brother. And she's like, okay. And then Dawson's supposed to go to like a surprise party at his house that he already knows about. Like Joey's putting it together, but then they go to a bar like, cause like they go to a blues bar, like Pacey's driving and he's like, they're like, Hey, let's go to that bar. Let's do something crazy and wild. So the three (laughs) of them are there and Dawson and Andy are there with Pacey. And then they, just asked for like rum and coke and the waitress doesn't uh card them 
Yeah. And then right. I think like she get they get it and then the next time they're like actually just add a splash of coke. And then they start singing. They like get on stage and start singing. <laughs> they're fucking slosh and then and then Pacey's like, "Oh my god." And he drives them back and then when he comes when they come back in, everyone's like, "Oh, surprise." And they're like wasted dancing on the table and Joey goes to Pacey like, "What the fuck's going on?" And he's like, "Rum and cokes, they got past me." And she's like, oh, my God, this is so bad. And he, like, literally shows his ass like no other. Like, he literally, like, he goes around the room and says, like, you, you know, you're the one that does da 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 and you do this and that. And then he talks to Jen, and he's like, you know, I was really mad at you for partying before, but now I get it. I want to party with you. (laughs) And then he goes up to Jack, and then he's like, Jack. And he's like, Cape Sides, it's actually, like, really inappropriate by today's standards, but he's like, Jack, um, the Cape Side's very own a version of of In and Out, like the movie, oh. yeah, that movie that came out. That, and he was like, he's that, in, he's out. That, and he's like, nice hair, by the way. That reference like, does does not date well. Like, no, and like then, I mean, I was like, wow, the movie In and Out, yeah, that was yeah. popular. <laughs> Kevin Klein, like nineteen, like what ninety three or something, like a super like dumbass movie concept, and he uses that to like make fun of Jack's sexuality. I was like, Jack could still get everyone in this fucking room, like yeah literally and now too like just like max evans so like dawson sit the fuck down over there you're literally just jealous and then when he gets to joey he's like joey the only 16 year old girl who needed to find yourself well i'll let you go find yourself and then he just starts wandering around and he's like hey has anyone seen joey has anyone seen joey like he's trying to find her (laughs) and then he's like there she is and then she's like he tries to kiss her and she pushes him into the cake (laughs) he lands down to the cake then they vomit and it's really funny I um I have to say um teen shows were really, were really really like the characters get wasted are always like really fun yeah like, they are I mean, like there's an episode of Roswell where Max where Max gets drunk and he's just like he's just like so delightful and just so, like I so know. fun to be around just like so carefree and you you know it's it's just, like God you, wasn't he running shirtless in the road at one point something like that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like just because he just because he could. Yeah, yeah, his powers were like heightened or some shit. Yeah, because he um, was like, oh god. And um, not to be repetitive, but there is that amazing episode of Nine Hundred Two and O called Euphoria, where like, oh um, my god, the Brand, ecstasy. Where that Brandon's dating this girl, and she like spikes his drink, and like he just on Brandon on Euphoria is just like a hundred times better than Brandon sober. Like he's just like he's just like. In, he's just like he's just great you know <laughs> brandon got like a dui and still managed to like have a car for the rest of the series um not only that i think he was driving in the next episode too like, yeah right <laughs> like i was like wow this means nothing you guys are from minnesota you're not even like some rich actors kid yeah <laughs> how are you getting away with those <laughs> like yeah that that show is all kinds of holes and i have to say if anyone wants to watch that show now, just be prepared for like a slow soap. Yeah. It's very slow. The pace has definitely changed over the years. Even Dawson's Creek by today's standards would probably be considered slow mm-hmm. because it just is a longer type episode and we just watched it when we were young so we just have a different interpretation now i have heard and a lot of people out there are probably gonna be like oh my god i can't believe you haven't seen it that one tree hill is quite comparable is more of like the sister to dawson's creek 
Um, is I, it? I, I mean, One Tree Hill was a show that I didn't, I, I think I like didn't, I think I rented it from Blockbuster one day and I was, and it was basically just cause I had literally seen like everything else. And I was living in Alabama at the time. This was like, Ooh, it's it was Alabama I, years. I, I either like watched one tree Hill or watched nothing. So, like, so I sort of went into it with very low expectations, but I, it, it grew on me. Like, I mean, you know, it's, I mean, there are, are there are a lot of problems with like the production behind the scenes um you know oh, like did you hear that beyond the blinds i did i did um yeah but it's and you know i, I they do this thing that i frankly think is kind of like weird where they ne- name each episode after a song and it's not just like a random song but it's like songs of, the songs of like music that like i l- listen to so i like felt i don't know i felt sort of threatened and s- <laughs> some way i guess so. Dude, it was like uh what you gonna do what you gonna do about it i know about the frug bitch yeah <laughs> that's pretty much what it was like it was like saddle creek it was like oh there's also a documentary called an evening with saddle creek oh really um yeah it's on youtube and i think i'm gonna do it for patreon i know that jules wants to do it too so we should do that at some point okay um i think there might be some rilo kylie shit in there because it's like early 2000s and it's like bright eyes and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, cool. But that that reminds me of One Tree Hill because I know they have a great soundtrack. Yeah. But I haven't seen the show. Like it's one of those shows that I I I have to try because I wonder if it will be like the nostalgia will be lost on me and I'll just think it's a high school show. Yeah, and I won't be into. But I like high school shows now. Like I watch Euphoria and that's like a high school um, show. But I I don't know if they were the first, but th- they're the first show that I remember that sort of did like the time jump, like um like plot twist. So oh, do they do that? Yeah. So at the end of season four, they graduate high school, and then it like jumps five years to like after they're like out out of college. That's so, what Dawson's Creek should have done. Yeah, no, or they should have ended after four. Yeah. Like, either one. They should have jumped five years and had them all be adults. Almost like what they did with Riverdale. Yeah. Like, Riverdale, they did that. They jumped after after graduation. Which makes sense, because college is really hard to transition. Mm -hmm. The only ones who did it was 90210, because LA is such a massive city. Yeah. That it's really easy for having, like, you know, some of them lived at the beach. Some of them lived in Hollywood. Some of them went to school here or there. And they could still meet up because it was, like, a diverse city. Mm-hmm. But not when you're in a small town. Like, yeah. you know that there are going to be some people that are going to leave. So, yeah. it kind of doesn't make sense. But, um, let's see. The psychic episode where um, Miss Kennedy skewers Dawson's film is great. And oh, that's so, good. so fucking good. Then we get the wedding when they're like catering a wedding. Oh. And I believe like Dawson's or not Dawson's uh, at the end of the psychic episode, Joey's dad gets out of jail and he comes back. And I guess the ice house is in the family, like, which is where Joey works and they run this place. So they're catering a wedding and like Andy, all of them are working this wedding and Jen and Abby are not invited, but they like show up and they steal champagne and they're like, Oh, you know, like fuck this, you know, you, you told us to get out. So we're going to get out. They get wasted and fucking Jen and Abby are on the dock. Abby like drinks this champagne and then she falls back, hits her head and then fucking dives. Well, not dives, falls into the, the Creek 
or river or lake or whatever it is. And then Jen goes right after her. I can't believe Jen just dives into this dark ass water. No, <laughs> I would be like terrified. And it's a pretty high jump too. If you watch the episode, yeah, it's like a pretty high jump that she jumps. And then you see that like Abby, sorry, spoiler alert, that this is how Abby dies. And it's kind of like the next episode is, I feel like probably one of Jen's best acting episodes mm-hmm. where, because Abby was such a like polarizing character. And then when she dies, there's like all these people do all these like you know like memorials and everyone's sad and then when they have the the memorial at the church and then jen gets up and she just literally like tells it like it is she's like abby hated all of you abby taught me how to do shooters with one hand tied behind my back (laughs) like (laughs) yeah bitch i was like wow this is a eulogy i mean this is true (laughs) and then you know and it's pretty much true though she's like how you guys all hated her and yeah. now you're all coming in here being like, oh, we're so sad. Oh, this is my best Abby moment. You know, so it's kind of, that was a good episode. I feel like that was really shocking when that yeah. happened. Yeah, I was like, was. what? No way. Well, I didn't realize that Abby died so early. Like, I, I thought she at least made it to, like, the college years. But No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah I, she died in season two. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And then that's when, Je- uh, not Jen, Grams gets really upset. Because oh, Grams right. is like, how dare you, like, you know, um, like, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, like, kind of embarrass yourself in a church, mm-hmm. like saying all that, you know, because uh, Grams is like super religious and everything. Yeah. So then Joey and Dawson get back together after Abby, like that kind of brings them together for some reason. Okay. And then they have like another fight. But then they also get Gail and Mitch together at that uh, restaurant. Oh. You know how Mitch is dating Miss Kennedy? Yes. And then, like, the mom is out with Jen because Jen literally has, like, the sexual experience of, like, a 40-year-old divorcee woman in New York (laughs) City. So, of course, she's going to pal around with Gail uh, Leary. (laughs) So, they, like, go out to dinner over Cosmos to talk about their man problems. (laughs) And that's when, like, Joey, like, sees I thought I was practically (laughs) going to have to draw him a roadmap to the (laughs) G-spot. Girl, girl, I couldn't walk tomorrow. What's his name? (laughs) Like, you know, that's exactly what it was. It was totally like that. Like, and she's probably like, so, how is Mitch? (laughs) You know, that's what she was saying. I think it would have been a great plot twist if Jen had slept with Mitch. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think that would have been great. <laughs> would have been a great plot twist. And I think Jen starts living at the Leary house, too, at some point. Because oh, Grams, Grams kicked, kicked her, her out, out right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we have an episode. I think during that same episode, uh, Andy has that like really intense breakdown. Oh, right. Where like she's in the, she locks herself in the bathroom and like she sees her brother and she's like talking to him mm-hmm. and I think that Pacey and Jack are like trying to like get her to go to a hospital and it becomes this whole like will they won't they will they put her in a hospital and they do which yeah. kind of sucks I and mean, it's good that they were like trying to take care of her but the thing is like they're teenagers themselves and this shouldn't be something they have to deal with like. His no. parents, like, I mean, her, her, her dad should be, like, dealing with this himself. Her like, dad literally left them. Like, the family business was in Providence. Uh, and I was like, well, why do you have this big house Yeah, in Cape Side? And the mom is not really able to care for 
herself, let alone both of these teenage kids. Why do you leave them there? But then your business is in Providence because he's not around. And then that's when the dad has to come back and Jack and Pacey call the dad and go like, um, you know, we, you know, she has to go to the hospital. This is serious. Like a therapist is not going to help only therapy. This has to be something else. And then he comes and then there's a whole thing about them going to Providence, but then she doesn't want to go. And then Pacey gets really depressed that um you know she's gone and the dad like makes fun of him like says like oh you're in love with this crazy girl and he punches his dad and it's like a whole big thing it's yeah. just, like oh it's awful and then i think he kicks jack i think he kicks jack out because jack has nowhere else to go because i think they're like packing up the house i'm assuming the mom is probably in a facility too okay because we don't ever find out what happens with the mom like she has an episode and then i think we don't really mention mm-hmm. we don't really like make a mention of where she is but um clearly it's not enough that jack can handle it and the dad yeah the dad just like i'm like they have a big house for him not yeah. being there which is kind of crazy um dawson is a narc and sees mr potter uh joey's dad doing a drug deal and now the last episode of season two is like is he gonna tell joey about her dad who just came back into town and now he's stealing drugs newsflash he does he wears a wire like a fucking narc and um yeah sends him back to jail <laughs> and in the end of the episode i i love that joey's like you know right now dawson i don't want to know you <laughs> I, that was really <laughs> I was like "Ooh, they're breaking up thank god well that reading was short-lived i suppose but no thank god because the next time they get together is a hot mess enter season three to hear the rest of our patreon episode on dawson's creek seasons three and four join up our patreon five bucks a month the link is in the notes we do a lot of random 90s shows other movies that aren't just from the 90s and just general documentaries and culture stuff. So yeah, see you soon over on Patreon.